0: Hey there. So quick note, I left my air conditioning on in this episode. So you're going to hear me go from sounding really clear like right now to me talking with a muffled sound in the background. I apologize for this, but I promise that the content of this episode that we talk about is really, really great. And I was really excited to talk about it. So if you bear with me, I'm sure you will enjoy hearing this episode. So here you go. I'm your host, Juan Francisco, and I'm a spiritual intuitive who practices tarot card reading and mediumship. I've always been super curious about the supernatural and paranormal, and I'm here to share my stories and interview folks who want to share their own stories. Let's get to it. It has been a while since I posted an episode. I think it's been two weeks. Yeah, two weeks, two Mondays. But it feels like much longer. I was away in Peru, as some of you might have seen in my Instagram account, through my stories on Instagram. I was there visiting my grandmother. I grew up going to Peru pretty much every, maybe every year or every two years of my life, uh, visiting my grandmother in uh, the hometown of my father, which is Ica. In the south of Peru, which is well known for Huacachina, which is an oasis in the desert in Peru that a lot of people visit nowadays. When I was young, it was not very touristy. Now everybody goes. It's pretty incredible. And so here I am with a new episode, and I want to talk about spiritual fulfillment and how you don't really have to (laughs) escape planet Earth to gain spiritual fulfillment When I first started delving into mediumship and tarot card reading, but especially mediumship, I thought that in order to do a good job with mediumship and to be effective, I would need to get out of my own body, so to speak, or just like be, I don't know, be very... Ah, like live esoterically, live beyond the human body, live beyond my humanity, escape my humanness to connect to spirit. And as I've talked about in this podcast before, that's not quite how it goes. Mediumship has caused me to really take a good look at my shadow side, so to speak. The side of me that maybe isn't very perfect, that has some hangups, that has some insecurities, and did it fix me? No. Delving into mediumship didn't fix my insecurities or my hang-ups. They're still there. But they definitely make them seem... Well, mediumship definitely makes makes those things seem pronounced for me. Because in mediumship, you're getting real with yourself and with the spirit world. And with the sitter. That's, for me, what good mediumship, how it's supposed to go. And so... Through mediumship and my development through mediumship, I have learned that mediumship is not an escape from the human world to contact the spirit world. It is a bridge between the human world and the spirit world, which is a very different thing. So when I was in Peru, I had a very, very wonderful experience. And I'm going to say I had a very spiritual experience in Peru, and I did not step into a single—I did go to one church— But I did not have a single spiritual aha moment or eureka moment revelation. I did not, um, I didn't see, maybe I saw one sign somewhere. But what I'm trying to say is the usual things happened in my life on this Peru trip to see my grandmother and family and relatives. You know, went out to eat, saw those relatives, slept, enjoyed vacation, enjoyed being with my grandmother. I took her to church with my father and my aunt. Pretty much normal things, quote-unquote normal things. Things that are not out of the ordinary. And yet I had this spiritual experience being over there. I spent time with my grandmother, who is 91 years old. And I spent time with my cousin and his family, including his, his children. And I just was so... I was allowing myself to get really rooted in that side of me which is the relatives, the family and a bit of ancestry, just being open to whatever was going to whatever interaction was going to come my way in Peru. Growing up, I felt a little uncomfortable visiting Peru because Growing up, the culture of the family over there and our own culture over here was so so different. And my father is, you know, he was born in Peru. My mother is uh, was born in the United States, and my brother and I were born in the United States. So there was this this culture clash sometimes between like what's what's normal <laughs> to do, um, like whether it's drinking culture or um, uh, mannerisms. Uh, implied cultural norms, you know what I mean, I think. And so there was this culture clash and it made it sometimes uncomfortable to visit because there was this weird rift between at least for me myself and my Peruvian born cousins. And then I I realized on this trip that all of that was a load of BS. Really we were just children. It was our families that felt uncomfortable, and it's nobody's fault. Listen, it's, this isn't about blaming aunts and uncles or parents. This is about this is the reality of, of of the situation. I was told to do things a certain way and not do it their way, um, and they were told that we were a little snooty because we come from the United States of America and we have money, which we don't have. We didn't have a lot of money. We were well. We had a, we were a middle class family. We were comfortable, but we weren't here bathing in cash. And so all these stories and narratives were put together, and myself, I and my cousins absorbed them. And on this trip two weeks ago, I realized all of that was BS. There was no reason for us children to even believe in all that. And on this trip, I got to really feel open about, about my experiences with relatives over there in Peru. I I told myself to let my guard down that was developing or that developed in my childhood into my teenage years, whenever I would visit them, let it down and just be myself and see what happens. And through that, I had incredible connection with my cousin, with whom I didn't really have a lot of connection with before. And I... Connected amazingly with his children who loved me so much and continue to love me and I love them so much Wonderful kids and I just stepped away from that experience feeling so spiritually fulfilled The whole experience of being in Peru just so fulfilled now listen There were some hiccups going into Peru the first day we were staying in Lima in the capital I personally am NOT a huge fan of Lima It's not my kind of city And then on the last day of the trip, the last two days, we had major flight delays that spanned 24 hours. Two flight delays within 24 hours. And each flight delay was a 12-hour delay. But we cut our second delay short by eight hours, luckily. (laughs) So it was not an easy trip the whole way through. But it was a trip in which I, I finally got to tell myself, you know, whatever story I know about relatives and family in peru and how they act how i act what their culture is what my culture is let me just let all that let it all just fade into the white screen (laughs) and let me just develop my own new film here my own new script my own new narrative let me figure this all out for myself instead of depending on what adults have told me growing up and it ended up being just an amazing amazing trip Conne- with a lot of connection and a lot of beautiful things to experience. Things as simple as an amazing, amazing meal at a restaurant with my grandmother, her day nurse, and my father. An amazing experience like being on the rooftop of my dad's home that he grew up in with my cousin and t- talking about how, how time has quickly passed us by. And look where we are. You're 31. I'm 30. We used to come up here on the rooftop and play and look how old we are now. And it was wonderful. And so what am, I try- what am I trying to say as I'm telling you my about my whole trip? You don't have to escape planet Earth to feel spiritual fulfillment. You can feel spiritual fulfillment in the quote-unquote regular life, in the mundane parts of life there's no reason to escape. And this is rooted in my belief that, and my feeling that living in our humanity is so important. If we were meant to escape planet Earth, then we wouldn't have been born as human. And look, I think there are ways to escape Earth for a little bit that are healthy. Meditation. Um, some people do astral projection, which is something that I have never done successfully, that I'm a little afraid to do successfully. Do your thing. But in reality, those things are temporary. And At the end of the day, we're still in our human body. If we were born into these human bodies, then aren't we meant to fully live in them instead of thinking we are better than our human bodies, that we are meant to live beyond our human bodies? No, I don't believe that. So on this trip to Peru, I learned that I could have a spiritually fulfilling experience just having lunch with my grandmother, just talking heart to heart with my relatives over there, just enjoying a drive along the Pacific Ocean coast in Peru with my father. It could be the simplest things. It doesn't have to happen in a temple, in a church. It doesn't have to happen with a guru or a shaman or a priest. I can have it right here, right now. This doesn't discount any experiences outside of the body that have to do with other people or spiritual systems. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and say, you just should sit in your home for three days straight, and never see anybody else um, because you have everything right here right now. You don't have to go out in the world and experience things and escape your home. And What I'm trying to say is we should experience the world as much as we can and live in our humanity, which is grounded in this planet and living on this planet, living in this universe, living in this galaxy, and take advantage of that while we're here. Because it's through living as a human being that we get to feel our spirituality, feel our soul. It's our soul living in the material form, and our soul came here because it wanted to live in the material form. So why shouldn't we give it the pleasure that it wants to live so human, right? And so, what am I trying to say? (laughs) I'm going to talk in circles in just a bit, probably. But what I'm trying to say in terms of like staying in your house kind of thing, like when I say you don't need a temple or a shaman or a priest or a guru, that's not to say that you should never consult with those things and just stay at home and do your own spiritual practice and that's it. You can do whatever you want. It's really not so much about the action. It's more about the intention. There are so many people that go to church and feel so unfulfilled or go to temple or go to a shaman or priest and just are not getting what they not getting what they really look for it says nothing about the shaman says nothing about the priest or the church or the temple it says so much about you and how much you need to listen to yourself to look into your soul and Put into action what your soul really wants to see. Maybe it's not a temple. Maybe it's instead going for a walk in nature. Maybe it's not a walk in nature. Maybe it's instead going into a temple. It's so personal. And so much, it's so up to you and your soul. So when I say that we don't need a temple or a church or a priest or a shaman, we, all, we don't need anything other than what your soul desires. And that could look different person to person. So, I don't want anyone telling me, like, hey, Juan, you said I should not consult with the shaman. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the shaman is there as a tool. But you and your soul are the co creators with the universe, with God. That's all you need. That's the, the launching pad, the starting point. The rest is just an outward expression of what your soul desires. And that's how I felt in Peru. I was open, I was ready. And everything around me was an outward expression of what my soul was looking for and what it was open for and ready for. And I accordingly expressed myself in tandem with those circumstances. I met the circumstances and I expressed myself as I felt like in ways that I felt were authentic and as real as can be. And I had a beautiful experience. And there came my spiritual fulfillment. I feel like in the realm of spirituality, whether it's traditional, um, mainstream organized religion, or the realm and the, the realm of psychics and mediums and New Age, there are quite a bit of people who feel like we need to escape what is in order to feel fully connected to God and to the universe and spirituality, and I think. You know, when it comes to law of attraction, this is coming up for me right now, like law of attraction says not to focus on what is, but to focus on your feelings and what you want for yourself. And I think there's a validity to that. And at the same time, there's a lot of opportunity in living in the present as you are exploring what you want for your future. It's like enjoying the journey. It's enjoying the journey as you head to your destination. Whether it's a big destination like a new job or a small destination like your trip to the grocery store or your walk to your next date or your your next creative project that's going to come to mind for you because you've been having writer's block. Enjoy the journey as you head to that next destination. Instead of trying to escape it, Because you want to feel this sense of perfection. And then from the perfection, then you'll get the insight. If we were meant to live that way, I don't think we would be in these human bodies. We would have stayed in the spirit world. Just stayed over there. (laughs) Or in there, rather. It's not really over somewhere else. It's really around us. So we would have just stayed in the spirit world, I believe. So I think it's so important to live out our humanity. To live out our humanity as much as we can. And find pleasure, find beauty, find spirituality in the small moments. in the small moments. I think the best the best analogy I could use right now is if you have a dog or if you go out in nature and look at a bird, just focus on a bird. Focus on an animal. I think a bird is probably the best thing to focus on. Focus on a bird outside. And just watch it for just a minute, just a minute, 60 seconds, as long as it stays on its perch or on on its branch or wherever, wherever, wherever it is. And just see how this simple little animal is really more complex than we think it is. It has habits. It has instincts. It has ways of surviving. It knows how to survive. On top of that, it has its feathers, which may have different colors in it. Such a simple a seemingly simple phenomenon a being that is more complex than what meets the eye if we really focus on it for 60 seconds we see how it, we see a bird thinking as it hops around to its next step thinking about what twigs to pick up for its nest that's how we should view life in the simplest of things we can find the most beautiful complexities the most beautiful intricacies, and be like, "Wow, oof, that felt good to share." So that is my string of thought after my trip from Peru, or trip to Peru. And um, I actually have more travels coming up. I'm a busybody this year, and after this year, I am not traveling for a while because, girl, I need to chill out a bit. Mm, chill out. I need to chill out. I need to stay home a little bit. For like a long period of time. And I, I want to say also that in almost a month, it will be one year that I've been running Third eyesight podcast one year. Incredible. And in celebration of a year, I am going to re, I'm going to uh, rebrand myself a little bit and you will get an announcement about that on the podcast episode. That comes out the week of the one-year anniversary, which is the week of October 25th. I believe the first podcast was published October 25th, so that week you will hear a podcast episode in which I will announce uh, just a small step towards rebranding myself, but I'm really excited about it. And I have one more announcement to make. Well, that was a pre-announcement, but here's a real announcement. I'm going to start doing weekly live readings on Instagram. So what I'm going to plan for is that every Thursday I do a live uh that focuses on readings. They could be tarot readings or they could be mediumship readings. And I'm going to tr- going to try and limit the time because I have this habit, this reputation for uh, across some some circles for going to like 2 hours of doing live readings and I've learned that, that is just way too much for me. And I need to really limit my time because my energy, I, I get so tired and exhausted mentally from doing it. And I think 30 minutes to 45 minutes once a week would be really healthy for me to do some readings for people on Instagram. And they will be abbreviated readings. They won't be the same type of readings that someone would get if they book one-on-one with me. But there will be readings that could give a, a dose of, of, um, of a message for somebody, or I can bring one person in from the spirit world. Someone could tell me who they want to connect with, and I go ahead and do it. And I just think it would be a wonderful routine thing to do each week. There'll be some weeks when I can't do it, and I'll let everyone know. I'll post about it, but I will try to keep up with it as much as possible. I think this this would be really great practice for me as I am delving into doing this as a business and putting myself out there more. It'll be really good for me to do these weekly lives. And one more thing, if you are a spiritual worker yourself and you want to explore how to make what you love to do a business and go full-time with it or dedicate more time to it, I highly recommend. I just took this course uh, by Fernando Marron. He goes by Ferny, E-S-P, F-E-R-N-Y-E-S-P on Instagram. And he has a business course called going full-time with your business workshop. And it is a wonderful, wonderful course. It's about four to six hours. It's on Vimeo. And it is an excellent course on how to run a legitimate and legal business and how to conduct your readings in a way that serves you and your energy, but also serves the sitter. So go to fernandomarrón.com, F-E-R-N-A-N-D-O, m-a-r-r-o-n.com and scroll down just a little bit on his page about halfway through and you'll see going full-time with your business workshop it is a wonderful wonderful course and i highly recommend it i'll be posting about it soon on my instagram as well you can also go to his own instagram ferny f-e-r-n-y-e-s-p thank you so much for listening in as always and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful start to your week